What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. We're back for another Thursday of action today. And boy, I'm really, really relieved because when I got dressed this morning, I had that hoodie that you've got on in my hands, but I didn't wear it. I wore this one. I was going to wear it tomorrow. So that would have been very embarrassing to start the show off dressed the same. You know, I thought the same thing when I put it on this morning. I said, yeah, I've, I've, I've done a couple of shows without, and he hasn't had that on, and it might be in the rotation. And uh, it was just in the rotation for me. You know, it was up in front, so I grabbed it, and it's warm, and it's freezing cold here. So, uh, and the Lions have a big game tonight. That's another reason. So, anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I, I usually have it in the rotation. Anybody that watches the YouTube, uh, you know, feed, uh, whether it be videos with magic or this show or blinkers off, I usually will have it on one day during the, mm-hmm. the videos. So didn't today. Yeah. Listen, I wanted to start off with this because you were all over Twitter last night following the triple overtime win. Providence defeats Xavier and cashes your parlay. Uh, Jason Hommel uh, joins us and he says, Papa dude survived Providence. You won 130 bucks last night. Tell us a little bit about that parlay. Well, you know, here was what was pissing me off. I picked well a lot of things, but I was okay. I picked two upsets. Yeah. Okay. And this was a slight favorite. So I was figuring, okay, if I miss one, it'll be the upsets. So I picked Creighton over St. John's, and that's what really drove the thing up a little bit because they were plus one seventy, right? Or one. Yeah, they were pretty much up there. I think they were like seven point underdogs to St. John's, which I couldn't figure that out. Why that was such? You know, you don't get that line very often. And the other one was uh, South Carolina and Mississippi State at South Carolina. I think they were like three point underdogs, maybe. So I thought Mm -hmm. that's logical. They're going to win that game. So I, I I thought this is one of these rare nights where you got a couple upsets that makes sense, perfect sense. But the Providence game, if you've watched Providence, uh, they they have won so many close games, and people sometimes say, "Well, you're lucky." Yeah, you know, you're lucky. Well, no, you're not. You're you got guts, and you're in close games, and you know how to win them, mm-hmm. and you got talent, and they do, and all those Big East games. I'm telling you, that would have been a game that I would have loved to have just sat and enjoyed, but I couldn't. And I was uh, so impressed with Xavier because they they really needed that game. I probably would have been rooting for them if uh, they didn't have money on it. But, uh, yeah, when the roof started leaking, uh, they were actually thinking about, I guess they have another place across town where they can play on campus. I'm not familiar with the Providence thing. I, I, I'm assuming this is a, a city uh, arena where they play and they have an on-site facility that doesn't seat near as many on uh, campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about packing every, every, the teams, officials and everything, and just going over there and finishing them. Wouldn't that not have been wild? <laughs> That would have been crazy. Yeah, there's only like two minutes and something left. 
in the game, you know, whenever that was, I, they decided it was standing water up on top of the roofs that had been standing up there and leaking through by the scoreboard, the, the, the over the midcourt over his scoreboard. Yeah. And it was gushing out of there for a while. And I, and they, they put fans up there on top of the building and all kinds of stuff. And finally, I guess they got it to where it was. They got, they got it off of there, I guess. But anyway, that was quite a deal. You know, it was a game that lasted forever. Uh, highs and lows. Thought uh, Providence was beat a couple of times. And then I thought they had Xavier beat. It was a great game. It really was. I was with you. I thought, oh, they got it. And then I'd turn it and I'd go back. I was like, oh, shit, they're behind. And yeah, it was it was a madness. And if you weren't watching uh, what, what Papa Dude and Jason are talking about here, literally water was gushing from the roof yeah. <laughs> with a couple minutes left to go in the game, yeah. like you said. It was unbelievable. A, a player slipped. A player <laughs> slipped. Yeah. And then they then they obviously saw it and they were out there with mops and all kinds of stuff trying to, you know, stop it up. And um, it was anything you want to see in a basketball game. It was you had it. Yeah. Uh, and then and then I thought it's 88 to 85 uh, second mm -hmm. overtime. It looks like they've got it. And then they allow him to hit a three pointer. Then it's like it was his foot on the line or not. They had yeah. a long review they had to really zoom in. It was just barely behind it. It was. It was it, it was crazy. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And they had intentionally fouled or, or fouled uh, earlier in the game, like 12 seconds left to put them on the free throw line instead of uh, hitting a three that maybe tied it. They fouled. Yep. yep. And here was the perfect time to do it with a three point lead, five seconds left, you know, and he's, he's, he hit the shot at the buzzer and there were two guys right there just fouling before he shoots it, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> you got to give Xavier credit. They were phenomenal last night. They really were. Xavier's one of those teams, when I don't pick Xavier, they play very well. And when I pick them, they play like shit. So yeah. I, I don't know how to get them right. Uh, but, yeah, they, they were good. It was a hell of a game. It was it was real surprising. Uh, you know, I really wasn't following that game much, and I just kept going back to it and back to it. And, of course, all the overtimes I watched. So well, that was something. You know, I got down to that game, and I thought to myself, why? Why did you pick a freaking Big East game? As your, you know, couldn't you have found somebody else that was a slight favorite to throw in there? Why did I do this? Because every Big East game, it's a toss-up. I mean, when you're – even the – there's only one team that's not any good, and that's Georgetown, and they're yeah. terrible. Other than that, DePaul can beat you. Anybody – Butler comes up and beats somebody sometimes. Yeah. I mean, this is a phenomenal league of really, really good teams. And there's a, there's a lot of leagues like that right now. These games with the Big 12 and the and the SEC and uh, what's the other one? The uh, Big 10, man, mm -hmm. you don't know from night to night who's going who's gonna to win. Yeah, they're total toss-ups every night. And, and you get, you, the best thing to do when you're gambling these or, or wagering on these is don't be reactionary. Like – you know they're they're just beating up on each other. So don't if if a team loses two in a row, don't be like, well, they're awful now. And then, yeah, because they'll win two in a row. They, they just they're trading off wins. The best yeah. thing to do is stick with uh, a three or four teams that you really like, and yeah. you kind of ride that hot hand. And, uh, and, you know. and you'll miss one every once in a while, like oh, yeah. night in uh, Villanova. Yep. And they went to UConn. Uh, I think I don't know Tuesday night or Monday night, and had them beat, mm -hmm. and blew it yep. right at the last because guess what? UConn's pretty good. So <laughs> it's a tough league. 
Well, that's absolutely right. UConn is a good team, man. That's, <laughs> they are. that's very true. And then, yeah, I, uh, Virginia played Duke really close last night, too. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't watch any of this game. I was following it uh, on, the, on the scoreboard, and, man, it, it got real tight. Did you see yeah. any of this one, or were you too uh, focused uh, on, on your Providence game? I, off and on, I switch over there. I've seen Virginia a lot over the years, and they're one of those teams hard to beat. Yeah, no, they're not as good this year. I'm I'm not too sure about Duke. I don't. They're not in my favorites to win at all. No. In fact, if they weren't Duke, I'm not sure I'd be talking about him too much. So yeah. Uh, of course, you can't bet against them. That's you just can't. That's just yeah. a dumb thing to do. It's like betting against Alabama. You yeah. Know. Yeah. They they still you know I I still think they're tops in that conference. Without oh yeah. No t- um, no doubt no doubt. Yeah. But yeah, they they certainly I don't know they're I don't I don't look at them the same way I look at like a Kentucky or an Arizona uh, even a Gonzaga I, I really don't so I think this tournament is going to be unbelievable because yeah. there's a lot of really good teams because yeah. on a given night can beat somebody like in Arizona Arizona is great but there's another team somewhere along the line that might beat them that's the thing I mean yeah. it's, it, they're not head and shoulders above everybody else. You know? No, I don't think we have a standout team. No. And, that, and like I said, that's what makes it fun. By the way, Isaac's back from a little he hiatus. Is. Isaac is back and he, he returns on the same day. The NBA is back. That's uh, right. Been, that's exactly right. Missing the NBA. It's don't worry. It's back. back. I, Isaac's Warriors will play tonight. Uh, at, so, uh, yeah. Do they play tonight. I, I, I pick games, but I don't remember. Uh, the, the Warriors play at Portland tonight. That's Should what be I a game, really. Um, yeah. We'll see. It looks like uh, as I go down the NBA slate, what do they got? Got seven games tonight. Uh, yeah. yeah. Find our, our our picks for all the games tonight on the website, racenews.com slash sports, and then click on the free NBA picks. Looks like the only game we have different tonight. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We have two games different. You picked the Celtics to beat uh, Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. you also picked the Bulls to beat the Hawks, and I picked yeah. Brooklyn and the Hawks. So we'll see how that shakes out. That's right. All right. Well, listen, this is a sports show. We've we've done sports for the first 10 minutes of the show, and we'll do it at the end as well. We'll talk about college basketball coming up this weekend. But uh, we talk about stuff that's important to us, and there's not much more right. important to us than Oakland Park. So it is a sports show, but we are going to do horse racing. We've done that before. Uh, this is nothing new. It is a horse racing channel as well, so not that big a deal that we're doing it. But um, it's Rebel Weekend at Oakland, and we're very excited about it, and we thought we'd go through – uh, the Rebel and Honey Bee cards uh, today for you before we started college basketball. Um, two races that are preps uh, for, well, uh, Rebel for the Kentucky Derby and the Honey Bee for the Kentucky Oaks. So two really important races. I'll put them up on the screen now. We'll start with the Rebel Stakes. It's the main event on the card. It's going to go off as race 11 on Saturday at Oakland. Um, look, I, I don't know how strong the field is, but they do get uh, 11 runners into the field. I thought that was more than they would get, but they do. Um, you know, mile and 16th, 50 points awarded to the winner of this race towards the Kentucky Derby, unless it's the number two, Newgrange, who's trained by Bob Baffert and cannot earn points. All right, Papa Dude. Um, you know, I, I, I think the race runs through Newgrange. I think he's the one you got to beat here. Um, but kind of give us your overall thoughts to kind of start off uh, about this race. Well, I think he's the logical choice. I didn't see just a lot of really back class in very many of these these horses. I'm a little surprised, to be honest, at the field. Um, is that the best 
Asmussen's got. Well, He's Epicenter three. down at Louisiana, but it is not his best, and he ran that one there. Right, but you're not counting him. You're saying at Oakland, is this his yeah. best three-year-old? Yeah. And you're talking about the number eight chasing time. It, it seems like it. It seems yeah. like it. Yeah, I, I didn't think the field was very good. Uh, any any reasons why they're not coming there, Aaron? Is there any reason? Well, let's get into that. Yeah, I, I, first of all, I was going to ask, and, and I was going to ask it just a bit later, but we can do it right now because I think it's a good question. Oakland prides itself on really good local three-year-olds, right? Right. So where are they this year? Is this one of the weakest crop of Oakland three-year-old locals that you've ever seen for the male side? We've talked about this a lot over the years, Aaron, you and I, as, and, and I don't want this is going to sound pretty bad. And, and I don't mean it that way because you know how I feel about trainers, the guts of the horse racing world are the, the everyday trainers, not the yeah. big boys like Pletcher and Bafford and those guys. Oakland doesn't have those kind of people. Mm-mm. They just don't that are there throughout the year. Uh, or throughout the meet, with the exception of Asmussen. And, of course, D. Wayne used to be, but he's not. Brad Cox. And Brad. But I don't see a Brad Cox horse in here either. Yeah. Well, the big difference is, say, Pletcher is at Gulfstream. He's going to be at Gulfstream. With Cox and Asmussen, obviously two big headlining trainers, they split their divisions between the fairgrounds and Oakland. And so yeah. it's it, they'll have some at Oakland, some at Fairgrounds, so it weakens and lessens that, yeah. that situation. But go on. But I've seen over the years, and again, this is my track, and I do I love Oakland and everything about it. I've seen the local horses not very strong, mm-hmm. and and declining in the last few years, and I don't really know what they do about that. I, I don't know. The purses are are incredibly, you know, they're they're as good as anybody. I guess the fact that Oakland is in hot springs, it's kind of an out of the way place. Do you think that's got something to do? Oh, they don't have a turf course. That's another factor. They've got to figure out something about um, the turf course because that takes away trainers that have turf horses. Yeah. And and a lot of trainers do. So that, that hurts them. Um, I think prestigious wise trainers know what, the Arkansas tracks all about. I mean, I think as far as prestige goes, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, what was the question? <laughs> well, up. why are the locals so, so weak? Yeah. So, so listen to this stat and this is, this is really pretty amazing. Um, I'm going to, let's see how far I can go back. Let's go back from 2007 to now. Okay. Yep. We have a local trainer that won it in 2009 with Win Willie and Mac Robertson. That was uh, Mac Robertson. The okay. big 50 to one shot. Mm-hmm. We had a local trainer win in 2013. That was Will Take Charge with D. Wayne Lucas. Dwayne. And we had a local trainer win uh, the Rebel in 2019, Steve Asmussen with Long Range Toddy. Now, put a star by that one because that was a split race. Uh, in Omaha Beach, won the other other half of it. So, so if, if it wasn't a split race, would Long Range Toddy have beaten Omaha Beach? Maybe not, but we'll count that. So, three times since 2007, the rest of them have been won by Bob Baffert, Todd Pletcher, um, and, and Jeff Bondi won one in 2008, and then Richard Mandel, like I said, with Omaha Beach. So, 
that's why you know you, you get into this race and it's it's I mean it's Baffert and it's like he's nine to five. He doesn't mm -hmm. lose this race very often with favorites. No, he doesn't. And, uh, and we don't know how good this horse is. Uh, I, I I went back, believe it or not, I went back and watched the replay. I, I, I watched it live and I thought, well, I'm going to go back and replay mm -hmm. it. I was very impressed. I thought the horse ran really a really good race, ran it exactly like you're supposed to, just kind of stalked the pace and then boom, yeah, boom away down the stretch. There's nothing not to like about him, I don't think, do you? No, I know. He's my top pick for sure. By the way, Bob Efforts won eight Rebels since 2007, has also won the last two Rebels in a row uh, with Nadal in concert tour. Uh, he's won it three three times in a row right. during this time period, twice as well. He won 2010, Looking at Lucky, 2011, The Factor, 2012, Secret Circle. And then he won it again with 2014, Opportunity, 2015, American Pharaoh. He was okay. And then 2016, Cupid. So uh, nothing new if he wins it again no. for the third straight year. No, I've, yeah. I've got to pick him too. Uh, then, you know, the rest, I I kind of like the one a little bit. I did the last time. He was ahead most of the race, but then faded. I don't like that. Uh, Dennis says, yeah, he may be the lone speed. Mm -hmm. Newgrange sucked him under the last time. I don't know why Newgrange can't do it again. Well, I think Newgrange, to, to Dennis's point, it does look like Cavett might get a little bit easier of a lead. The problem, Dennis, I wish Newgrange was, for your argument of trying to get this horse home, I wish Newgrange was drawn in the 10-post again today. I think the biggest problem is going to be Newgrange has speed, kind of wasn't able to show it, didn't get out of the gate all that well, just wasn't that you know great early in that race, but drawn right next to Cavett in the two hole, as long as he gets out of the gate, I think he's up there with him. And, yeah. and I think he'll make things tough on him. But yeah. then I want Cavett, a, a horse that has finished fourth in the in both the preps, the Smarty Jones and the Southwest Stakes. Um, and both both paces were kind of hot there. So maybe with a better trip, he's got a chance. Well, uh, I I want, go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to, well, I wanted to ask you about the number six horse, Stellar Tap. This is a horse coming in for, for uh, Steve Asmussen from Fairgrounds after mm -hmm. finishing third in an allowance. I know you're a big Asmussen guy like I am. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of upsetters now, maybe horses that can maybe finish underneath at a price. Did you look at Stellar Tap much? What do you think about him? I have to admit I did not. I, I didn't like no, him. No, I looked yeah. at the – I saw you had two others in there. I can't get off of the eight. I think the eight has a legitimate chance to win. I went back and I watched the allowance race that he won, uh, what, a month ago, I guess. Mm -hmm. yep. And I watched it again. That was an impressive. I don't know what was in the field. I don't know how good the field was. It didn't make no difference. He won by like, well, as much as he wanted. Mm -hmm. So that's the Espuson you're definitely gonna gonna be no interested. doubt about it. I, and I can't believe he's eight to one. Uh, what I guess is Rosario running somewhere else? Yeah. Week? So Rosario is is at, at, over in Saudi Arabia for the Saudi oh, Cup okay. Uh, okay. this weekend. So that's why he's I not here. Um, but they Don't got Gaffleyone to come. So that's that's a good sign. Yeah. Why would yeah. I, Asmussen has a way of a, they improve. He knows what he knows what he's doing. This will be the first stakes race, I think, for this horse. It's quite a jump up yeah. from an allowance to a million-dollar race. But the field isn't that good. Right. And, I, I, you know, at 8-1, to one, I don't think it'll be 8-1. to one. 
No. Do you? I think you'd be bet down to three to one, maybe. I, I was going to say, I think he'll be a clear second choice, three to yeah. one, four to one, somewhere yeah. around in there. Uh, I know a lot of us. You can see a reaction video to Magic and I when we saw the morning line odds on on the YouTube page. Now we both got that. crazy. And then um, you got the seven and the nine mm-hmm. that were in the race uh, the last time, and finished second and third, and ran pretty well. You know yeah. they sucked under uh, the one horse too mm-hmm. uh, easily, and that's another thing. You know there's three horses that sucked under the one sucked the one horse yeah. under, not just one. Yeah. Uh, so, but they really haven't done anything. I think it's a two horse race between two and eight. What do you think? Yeah, I, I do as well. Uh, I don't like the seven Ben Diesel. He had no excuse to lose last time out. Not only does he lose, he, he gets beat by Barbara road. No excuse. He should have won the race at worst. He should have got second Barbara road. Uh, kind of just seems like that horse. That's going to always be closing and everybody's going to go, Oh, next time, next time. I think he's just a second or third place type. I don't think he will win it. Yeah, the two and the eight seemed like the big, the the big two there. Uh, Dash Attack, who won the Smarty Jones, was nowhere to be found last time out. I, I don't really like him either. Uh, one thing I'll say on Dash Attack: if the weather gets bad and the rain hits that track, he is two for two over a sloppy track. So you might keep that in mind. Uh, the last one before we move on to the Honeybee, I wanted to ask you about what about Coach's Source? What about number ten? Ethril Road, this horse closed uh, at this distance last time out against Baden Special Weight Company and one by four. What do you think about the 10 horse here? Well, he's got a chance, I think. You know the coach. He's got to have an entry in a race like this. So, you you know, you don't really <laughs> – you can't pay a whole lot of attention to it. Yeah. You know, it's the Rebel. He's got a horse that won a, a, a maiden. So, he's, well, what the hell? Let's throw him in there. Yeah. As he always said, you got to be in it to win it. And that's right. uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you want to play him underneath, you know, he just really hasn't done a, enough. You wouldn't think he would win this. You wouldn't think he would be ready, but stranger mm-hmm. things happen. A uh, couple questions before we yes. go on. Jason, Jason says, isn't uh, Tyler talking about uh, Ashby? Says, isn't Tyler his go-to jockey right now? Thoughts on the eight? Um, he, he's used him at Churchill Downs when Rosario got hurt, but Rosario is really the number one gap. Leon would be the number two. So yeah, I, th- I think him coming over is a great sign for the eight horse without any doubt. It's just going to be, is he good enough to win? But he, he has the signs of a horse that should run pretty good in this mm-hmm. race. Uh, James asks a good question. Why doesn't, a good one. <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't Santana ride for Aspuson anymore? And it's a simple answer. Well, complex if we get into the reasoning, maybe. But the simple answer is he got fired. Aspuson fired him. Um, they went through a slump at Keeneland uh, during the fall meet, a very bad slump. And Aspuson got rid of him. That, that's, that's you know, the only really way to put it. They, they I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think Aspuson won like one race at that Keeneland meet. And uh, when that happens, somebody takes the fall, and it, it seems to be Aspuson – or it seems to be Ricardo – Ricardo was back on his horses early in this meet when Rosario was hurt. But since Rosario has come back, Aspuson, or excuse me, uh, Ricardo's on very few Aspuson horses. So uh, surprising, isn't it? It's the tricks of the trade, I guess. You know, somebody's got to take the fall. Yeah. It is surprising because he's won a hell of a lot of races for Aspuson. And I don't think Ricardo's changed the way he rides a horse. No. (laughs) It's just one of the things happening. And we, we, you and I both have nothing but admiration for Aspuson. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We think he's one of the best. He's my favorite trainer. There's no question about it. Because the thing I like, and I've said it on here before, he wins with $5,000 claimers. He might have a $7,500 maiden. He doesn't care. He just, he, he likes to win races. And a lot of these guys, they don't mess with that. When you yeah. get to his level, I mean, he'll buy horses. He claims them and buys them himself and runs them back in a $10,000 claim. I love that about yeah. him. He's very accessible. He's human. And he has an ego. Yeah. When you're going through a losing streak, I don't care how many win- wins you've had or how many races you've won or what kind of year you've had or how many great horses you've had. You're losing. You can't handle it very well. Yep. And he reacted. And uh, who knows? We don't know what might have happened between the two. We don't know. Yeah. But I think, I think, Again, without knowing the, the inside details, and I, I certainly don't either. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say I do, but without knowing the details, how Papa Duke laid that out is pretty much, I would say, what happened. He has a huge ego. He does not want to lose races. Uh-oh. And, you know, that's just how it is. And they, they and Santana, Santana may have, they may have had words, you know, you know, could have. Because yeah. he's got an ego too. Yeah. And he's yeah. won a lot of races and yes, he's, he does. Yeah. he's got a right to voice his opinion. He's not some little flunky rider. You yeah. Know? Yeah. For sure. For sure. By the way, it sounds like Asmussen in a slump at Turfway Park. Uh, 29 starts, zero wins, one second, two thirds at Turfway. Um, yeah. Mm. I bet he has some of the worst horses in his barn <laughs> at Turfway. Exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't take too much into that, but that's not, that's not good. That's not good at all. Can't mm. argue with that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the honeybee. By the way, we're all we're both on the two new grange to win, and then the eight chasing time in second. Correct. Well, we are, but we hope the two loses. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, sure, but uh, new grange looks awfully good. Three I would. I, I can't. I can't bet against him now. Three wins in a row, uh, and uh, like I said, one at Oakland last time out, despite not really liking the track. That's another thing we talked about. He kind of struggled over the track. Well, a lot of the races know, still won. Let's throw this out there too. I don't know what kind of weather Hot Springs has had. I'm yeah. assuming it's rain and ice like we've had. Mm-hmm. They, they're they're five hours south of us, uh, but I know Oklahoma City got blasted, and they're about the same. Mm-hmm. Assuming it went through there, what's that track going to be like by Saturday? You know, it's funny as we were talking. One of my friends just asked uh, another one of my friends in a group text that works at Oakland, "Are we going to be racing tomorrow?" So I, I quickly went and looked at the weather. Uh, Hot Springs got some ice today, and uh, it looks like tomorrow, though, it's going to be sunny and warm. Uh, well, warmer at 42, mm-hmm. but then Saturday it is rain in the forecast. Uh, so 40 degrees and rain. The scary thing is, um, and it looks like the ice and stuff is over, just rain now, uh, now through Sunday even. The scary thing be- is the temperature gets below freezing level, and that's important at Oakland because they can't put chemicals on the track to de-thaw it. So if it freezes, they just have to drag it over and over and over. Um, I think racing Friday is 50-50. Yep. And Saturday, I'm sure they will they will have racing, but I that, that's not a great forecast. Even if it doesn't rain at all, there's going to yeah. be some moisture in that. You track. say you say 40 is the high. 40 is the high on Saturday. Yeah, that is cold, and I sure am glad we're not going, aren't you? Boy, I know. I thought about going on a couple occasions, and I said, ah, just got over COVID. I don't really want to go. And yep. then, you see well, that, you know, Aaron, like, this is another thing. 
And again, we'll get used to it. But this just this is not Rebel Weekend. I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to ask about that. So the old school Oakland people, the second or third week in March is is Rebel Weekend. Yeah. This is not, absolutely not Rebel Re- Weekend. No. As that kind of it has for me. I'll just go ahead and say it. Oh, it's me really, too. I'm just not as into it. I'm, I'm into it. Obviously, it's a derby prep, but it just it doesn't feel right. No. What about for you? Same. I am the same way, and a lot of it is I'm 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 got this new thing we're doing together here and it's yeah. taking up a lot of my uh free time that I, I i used well i never did have a lot of free time but i had some yeah. and i used to just delve into oakland and now i'm like you i this meat has just not done much for me i no. i i never used to, if i was home which i'm home every day now i would be tuned in to the live feed of oakland on twin spires mm-hmm. watching every minute of it and there's days i don't even remember it's on yeah. you know, i don't even think oh god it's friday six o'clock I, I missed oakland you know i don't even i i, I never would have done that before i don't know what it is um uh, when they made this move to 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 start their season in december mm-hmm. i thought it was a little odd because of the weather mm-hmm you know, you run the risk of running your big races in very cold weather. Yeah. And that's what's happened in this one, you know. Yeah. The Rebel is, it's usually 50-50, but there has been times during the Rebel where we have been down there in shorts. Absolutely. And, and been totally fine. Um, you know, and it's Mar- March weather around this part of the country. It's, it's you know, it it's could, be, could be really nice and could be bad. But yeah, right. February is just. It's well, this not- is a day where they have. 35, 45,000 at the Rebel yeah. mm-hmm. when the weather's nice. And mm-hmm. and I've been there many times. And I don't think the crowd's going to be very good. Of course, they've got a lot of indoor seating at Oakland. Yeah, but that's not really that's not really what, why you go to Oakland. Oh, so absolutely not. Some of us, but not, not all of us. Uh, well, what I'm know. saying, if you're local, you might still go ahead and go. Yeah, you could upstairs. Yeah, you definitely could, and uh, I think they'll still have a decent crowd. But you're right; I don't think it's going to be quite the same. Uh, I, well, I talked to a, a, a guy who always brings a big group of people down. He said, "Piss on it. We always go Rebel Weekend. We're going mm-hmm. third weekend in March still. Like I don't want to go down there in February." It's it is kind of a tradition, and you know yeah. the Derby's, the Arkansas Derby's been moved up. And yeah, I, I hate that too. Yep. Be, you know, because it yep. was always what the second week mm-hmm. in april mm-hmm. yeah now it's what the last weekend in march yep no it's the first weekend in april first weekend in april yeah so you yeah. did up two weeks it's almost it's like april 2nd i think so it's almost yeah that's what i was yeah. thinking that's yeah. weird but anyway. yeah i i hate it but whatever it is what it is i also yeah. hate no racing on thursdays but anyway uh we'll go on uh to the honeybee that's right. our next one, and uh, we've got a field of six here, but all eyes seem to be on the number three secret oath for D. Wayne Lucas. Uh, he, he trained the dam of this horse, absent-minded, and now he's got her uh, daughter here, secret oath. Really, really nice horse by Arrogate. Uh, two blowout wins at Oakland Park, including the Martha Washington last time out. Next step up, Honey Bee here. Uh, you know, a little bit one horse. I think that's a little bit tougher than what she's faced. But what do you think about the coach's filly in the Honey Bee? If she runs like she has, I, I don't know about that too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about that one. Uh, 
she just smoked that field. I mean, if you go back and watch that, the jockey is choking her to death. That horse is wanting to go on mm -hmm. the on the uh, back stretch, and 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 that horse. If you'll watch, he's doing everything he can to keep that horse from blowing out there, and then when he lets her go, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's not even close. I mean, it just smoked him. And uh, so excited because this is, I'd love to see him have a great horse, you know, another one. It would be just to, just to have him interviewed. Yeah. And the, and the stuff he says, it's just incredible. So I'm pulling for this one. I don't care a thing about the rebel. This is the one that really excites me. Dennis made a, a comment that he might put her in the derby. Yeah. And none of us would be surprised. Uh -uh. Right. Mm -mm. I would like to see the horse in person. In fact, this was the one reason I might, I might've gone. I wanted yeah. to see though. I'd like to see how big she is, you know, see if she's a big Philly. She looks like it on T on TV. Yeah. yeah. And you can't really tell until you actually see them, but yeah, I'd like to see her and to see if she fits the bill of a Zenyatta or somebody like that. That's big. Yeah, and can run with the boys. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, uh, just to watching this. This will be good. I just hope she comes through, don't mm -hmm. you? It's going to be a real disappointment if she doesn't. It's going to be a disappointment for two different levels. One, you you want that kind of the coach to have one, and that would be yeah. kind of cool, kind of a fun story. And two, it, with with D Wayne and Dennis said it before we even started talking about it that this horse could go to the Derby. If she wins here and she wins impressive, I think there's a big time chance she's in the Arkansas Derby. Oh, I do. And that's a great story. And that and that is how you inject life into a lifeless three year old crop at Oakland. Oh, right? you better believe it. And if you don't think they're uh, the Oakland fans aren't pulling for this horse tomorrow, mm -hmm. these are horse racing people, man. I've never seen fans. You've been to Saratoga. They're probably like that. But I don't think they're quite as rabid as the Oakland people. These I think people there's more of them at Saratoga. I think it's more uh -huh. of a destination. But the locals at Oakland are more rabid than any other track. And they know what they're talking about. And I guarantee you they're standing down there saying the same thing we're talking about right now. Yeah, This horse blows them away to uh, Saturday. He's going to put put her in the Arkansas Derby unless the owners, you know, yeah. say no. Uh because here's the deal. What's to lose? Why he might as well. Yes. Exactly. He might as well give her a shot in that. Yep. You run and, her in the Arkansas Derby. What assuming she wins tomorrow. Or right. excuse me, Saturday. You run her in the Arkansas Derby. If she loses, well, you go to the Kentucky Oaks. No big deal. She wins. You could still go to the Kentucky Oaks, but all of a sudden you've got two options. By the way, she is triple crown nominated. That's very important. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's no there's nothing holding her back other than is she good enough? Based on what I've seen, I think she's better than the rest of the three-year-olds, males or females, at Oakland. Now, you know, can she beat a horse like Newgrange who might come back to the Arkansas Derby? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but first, you got to beat Ugiri. And by the way, the last time these two raced, Ugiri yes. beat Secret Oath. But Easy. Secret Oath was not near what she was that race than she's been in the last two. So, step one is to win on Saturday. I think we both are picking her on top, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you. If you watch the race, you have to. Yeah, I mean, it's just the most impressive. You know, it's just an easy win. And and number one was in that race. Mm -hmm. Optional. And, and we know that's a decent horse. That horse is decent. Yeah. And that horse just 
you know, it's like standing there watching, like, oh my God, there goes Zenyatta mm-hmm. going by me, you know, <laughs> didn't do anything about it. Yeah. What, what, what did that horse win by? Like nine lengths, 10, something uh, like that? It looks like the final margin was seven and a quarter. It could have been 17 and a quarter. Oh, yeah. You know, it's one of those very few races when, in, in in when there's good horses involved, when they turn for home, you already know it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you just oh, yeah. know it. Yeah, Magic and I were watching. Uh, you know, and and we set up the backside. He was like, you know, Optionality, who was ahead in the race, was like, you know, that's a multiple stakes winner, uh, and Secret Oath will have to run well because they're three about three links behind to run mm-hmm. well to catch her. And then the top of the stretch, I said, what do you think now? <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, name your name, yeah. name how long it's going to be. It, it's yeah. going to be as much as she wants. So, yeah, you uh, gear will definitely be tougher. Uh, Johnny Velasquez is on you gear. Yeah. That's a factor. That's you know, a factor. Velasquez versus Contreras is a mismatch. I kind of like paper. that five horse a little bit. Free like a girl. Hasn't um, won anywhere big, but won some races, you know. I you know I am. I like horses that win a lot of races, and it has. I would be shocked. All those wins have come against Louisiana breads. I exactly. I know. Maybe is a long shot. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not saying he's gonna. That horse would win. I'm just thinking. Yeah. He might give her a look. If she wins, it would be really surprising to me. Also, a, a very sprinter-like pedigree. L Deal. Who, by the way, I have never seen a horse by L deal. I'm sure this is the first one. I'm not crazy, but uh, you don't see that. That horse won the Vanderbilt up at Saratoga. I can't remember what year that was. It's been a while for Jorge Navarro. So you probably know what was going on with L deal, but anyway, uh, he was a, a, a sprinter for sure. So um, pretty fast horse for Louisiana bread though. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I just kind of liked some of the stuff I did see though, that she had won rinky dink races right you know, so yeah. i guess you just fear what the heck let's throw in there and give her a shot well i mean she's won six out of 11 starts yeah. uh and, and she's never missed the board and yeah. it's a field of six horses here That's, so yeah i get it heck yes yep i get you it did. and i think she will probably be up there with the two yagiri as far as trying to be up towards the front and uh, Secret Oath, as we know kind of does her best running from a little bit off the base and yeah. that's a that's a you know, uh, that's, a, that's a weapon here that right. she has tactical speed. She's not dead last, but exactly. um, she doesn't have to be on the lead either to win. So yeah. I, do, right. I do want to tell Isaac, be patient, Isaac. We'll get to the basketball. Yep. I know you have ADHD. But just <laughs> <in there. laughs> uh, yeah, Dennis is trying to find something else in the field. And, and I think free like a girl is kind of your other one. It's I mean, Ice Orchard, Orchard won. Um but wasn't that yeah. impressive optionality? I just don't know how you can play after getting smoked like that last. Well, night. that ice orchid did too. Yeah, I know. He, he, she was in that race. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't like that horse enough. Uh, so if you want to play that long shot, maybe the five. Just kind of give that, give that horse a shot there and see. So yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the racing. Let's move on to the to college basketball. Um, you know, I, I, I do think we've got a pretty good weekend and probably the best game is going to be kind of in our backyard, about a, a mile or an hour and a half south. But we'll get to that yeah. in just a second. First on the list, Purdue and Michigan State. To me, Michigan State really needs this one. 
the motivation is definitely going to be there. They need to get a win here, but can they actually win this game? That's the other question. I don't know, but let me let me get the Warriors over with first, okay? Okay, go ahead. All right, this won't take long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about the Warriors. What do you think their chances are, Aaron? I, I, I say they're not playing great. Uh, they were. They've stumbled down the stretch. They've lost four out of five before mm-hmm. the break. Maybe the break will help them. They're trying to get healthy. Um, I don't like their chances, though. Uh, I like them. I, I think Phoenix is the team to beat uh, over there. Memphis. I don't think Memphis will be good enough to make it, to be honest. I think when they get in a seven-game series, they're going to get beat. Um, I I think it's – you hate to write the Warriors off. They're a well, comeback story. They've been playing very yeah. well. They got a superstar. Yeah. I don't co- – they're probably going to get better uh, in the second half of the year. They're getting healthy, and that's going to help. I um, think I'm taking Phoenix as of right now. I think you have to. Yeah. They're 48 and 10, I think it is. Um, you can't overlook that. Mm-hmm. And they went on the road. They don't, it doesn't matter where they play. And I'd love to see. I hate to tell you. I hate to say this, Isaac, but I would love to see Phoenix win just because of Chris Paul. Yeah, he's the consummate pro. This guy. Yeah, what it's all about. Mm-hmm. He's a great, great player, a great person. Everybody loves Chris Paul. Yeah, everybody. They're playing so well. But in that Western Conference, you've got them. Memphis is playing as well as anybody. And it looks like right now that'll if 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 it gets down to the, the semis, you would have Golden State against them, where Phoenix then would draw somebody like uh, Utah or Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas is Dallas is a sleeper. You better watch them. They've got players, they got a couple of guys hurt. If they get get these two guys back, they're gonna be tough. Um, the thing with uh, Golden State, Clay Thompson is not quite there yet. By the end of the season, he should be rounded into form. Uh, Wiggins is a really good player. When when Curry is shooting the ball, he's as good as anybody. He has some games he didn't shoot real well. What Mm -hmm. worries me, Isaac, is they're losing games against some teams they shouldn't be losing against, and that's a concern. You know, if these crummy teams can beat them, that's a concern, even though I know it's the regular season and it gets old sometimes, especially when you're a veteran team. You know, there's just some nights you don't bring it. So it's going to be interesting. Excellent team. Steph Curry's a tremendous player, no doubt about it. Good person. You know, can't say yeah. anything bad about him. I think I think a Phoenix-Golden State series would be amazing. Like, would. I think it would just be off off the walls amazing uh just end-to-end action uh high scoring it would be fun to watch so i'm rooting for that i i just i think the i think the phoenix suns are a little bit better i do think the west is gonna win it uh whoever comes out of it i i don't love anybody in the east really this you know year. The, the thing about what sometimes happens it's a diff the, the conferences are just different they're a little bit more free-flowing uh, offensively in the west Mm-hmm. They're a little more exciting, score a little bit. And the, the the East is usually a little more physical. Yeah. Sometimes in a seven-game series, that makes a difference. But I, I agree with you. I, I think it, the champions coming out of the West, I think the best teams are there. 
Um, but anyway, don't count out teams like the Heat. Another one of those teams, tough. Yeah. Tough team. They play really well every night. The Bulls, I don't know how good they are defensively. And uh, then you you got the Bucks, the defending champs, and they've been hurt. So they can get healthy. It's going to be fun watching it down the stretch. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so, too. I think it's going to be some good basketball. Uh, it's hard to believe there's only like, what, 25, about 20, 25 regular season games left. Right. So uh, what is Dennis talking about here? I, I don't get it. Uh, let's see. Devo David pissed me oh, off the other night. That was the dumbest play. Oh, is that the Arkansas guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dennis was mad about that. Um, he was. <laughs> on Twitter, you, he was ranting about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. What, I, what did you think about that? I have to admit, I was channel surfing, whatever you call it. I saw Arkansas pretty much had it, and I flipped another game that was real close. So, I didn't see it. So I guess he went up and, and blocked a shot. Is that what I, – I don't know. Tell me. I don't know what happened on that. Uh, they basically, basically he <laughs> they, they got a dunk like late, and then they, a guy jumped up and, and hit the backboard. He like, jumped up and hit the backboard. Yeah, the yeah, dunk, yeah. And they got a T. If it was a – if it was real close, that yeah. would have been – but I think that – and Dennis, I can't remember because it was late, and I, I was kind of like you. Yeah, I kind of tuned it out. I think that got him up like six. Dunk, and so I, it didn't end up making too big of a difference. But yeah, Dennis was hot. He's still hot about it. So. He is. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the point he's making is good. You have yeah. to wonder would he have done that had it been a one point game? I don't know. Right. Uh, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you this: Arkansas is pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. Well, let's get to them. Let's get to college basketball. We're going to go a lot quicker through this than we we usually do because we had so much Rebel talk and uh, Oakland talk today. But uh, I asked about the Purdue-Michigan State game. I mean, Michigan State, I, I don't like this team at all. No, I don't either. Uh, and I really like Purdue. But do we see an upset Saturday? They go to Michigan State. You know, there's two teams in the Big Ten I like. Them and Ohio State. I don't, I don't like either one of them. Yeah. No, I don't. They can't. They're unpredictable. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to play a ton better than what they've been playing yeah. to beat Purdue. If Purdue brings their A game, I don't think Michigan State beats them. You know, Michigan State's very well coached, and and he he's just not been able to bring them out of this funk, which probably tells you they don't have very much talent mm-hmm. out there. Uh, yeah, I think the game will be close. It's Big Ten. Purdue's on the road. Yeah. You're the best team in the conference. Sure. They're going to be ready for them. I don't think they beat them, though. I'm no, going, I'm I, going I, Purdue. I don't know what the line is. So we'll have to yeah, see. Yeah. We, we don't know the line yet. That's always kind of the fun thing. I, I actually kind of like the show <laughs> when we do this <laughs> because we kind of speculate on it. Then you then you get to see. I, I always wake, or, uh, wake up, uh, not wake up, but look up uh, Friday night or Friday afternoon when those lines yeah. go out and go, oh, cool. I'm going to say yeah. six. I'm going to say six yeah. for Purdue, something like that. I would think so. I would think that would be about right. And if you believe, like Dennis believes, that the Michigan State will keep it close, then I think they play in this yeah. game. I I'm not convinced. I don't like them at all. I don't. No, I don't either. No. And not not. I don't. I have no personal problem right. with them. Let right. me be let me be clear. I just don't like them either. as a team this year. No, I don't. Either. Uh, all right. This is the biggest game. To to me, this is a top ten game. The the fact that Arkansas is still eighteen Ridiculous. is crazy to me. 
Ridiculous. This is one of the best games of the year. Kentucky and Arkansas. Listen, this is also going to hurt the Rebel crowd big time. You bet. This is one of the biggest basketball games Arkansas has had in a while. And, yes, I know Auburn came in there not too long ago. But this is Kentucky, okay? Mm -hmm. This is a different animal. Kentucky, Arkansas, a classic in Bud Walton. Who's going to win this game? This is going to be really, really good. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Really, really good. And the thing is, uh, Arkansas, if they win – they still have an outside chance to win the conference. Absolutely. Auburn's going to have to falter. Yeah. But Well, they could. They could this week, uh, Saturday, for yeah. sure. You know, I watched some of Kentucky. I didn't get to watch much of it last night because of the Providence game. I'd flip over there every once in a while. They struggled with LSU, but LSU kind of makes you struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. Kentucky lost at Tennessee the other day. And it wasn't close. They got thumped pretty good. Arkansas is better than better than Tennessee. Yep. I think the Hogs are going to win. I really do. I am so impressed with them. Listen, a lot of people think that game the other night against Florida. Florida's good. Mm-hmm. And Florida played great. And Arkansas beat them. And Auburn didn't beat them at mm-hmm. Florida. And Arkansas withstood everything Florida threw at them and beat them. Well, Arkansas got ahead and then got behind in the second half. And, yeah. and you you tweeted out, boy, Arkansas looks good. I said, man, I think you may have jinxed them. Yep. I came right back at them. We did. Yeah. I'm very impressed with them. I think Kentucky's good. Arkansas's just on a roll. They ought to be number 11, 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why they're 18. There's no reason it took so long to get them in the top 25. No. It's just they went through a slump, but they came out of it. There's a lot of teams go through a slump. Anyway, great game. This is going to be a great one. I bet you Kentucky's favored by like a point. Mm-hmm. I'd say one or two. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Awesome game. Just sit back and enjoy this one. Great, great game. I'm going Arkansas. I, I've stuck with the Razorbacks through yeah. all of this. Uh, I did miss them. Where did they go and lost? Uh, shouldn't have uh, lost. They lost at, uh, uh, I don't remember. Tennessee, no. No. Uh, it was on a it was Saturday. A good team. It was a good team. It was after they beat Auburn. Uh, mm-hmm. It was Alabama? It was Alabama. It was Alabama. Yeah. By one point. They lost yeah, one. I missed them that day, but I've, I I had them through all this. I, I love, yeah, there you go. Lindsey chimes yeah. in. Lindsey's in. Oh, yeah, they don't have school today. And by the way, Lindsey told me they would lose that game. I said, Alabama's not very good. And she goes, you're dumb. And she was right. So, all right. But she thinks they're going to lose every game. So she was right, right about that one. That's right. All right. Uh, I, I think Arkansas gets it done, though. I, I really do. do. I like them. Um, you going, all right. Lindsay? Are you going? Yeah, I bet I, she, she may be going. That's true. Chime mm-hmm. in there. Uh, I know I know a lot of Oakland Petewell a lot. A lot of my friends who usually go to Oakland will be at the Kentucky-Arkansas game. So, yeah. and, and listen, it's at 1 o'clock. So it's a terrible time as far as for the Oakland crowd. So, right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. Texas and West Virginia. Um, not a lot to talk about here, right? I, West Virginia, I think, is about done. Well, I do too. Uh, <laughs> Texas almost lost last night. I know. You. I know. I know. I don't have much faith in Texas. Uh, I think they win. I think they struggle. Yeah. I don't know what that line will be. What do you say? Seven, maybe? Probably, yeah, seven, maybe, maybe eight, maybe ten. Eight, yeah. you know. 
But yeah. anyway, yeah, I think they pull it out, but I'm not very high on Texas. They're another team I don't think's that good. Yeah. Looks like Lindsay can't go. She has districts in Seneca. Now, here's the deal. You're not, you're not playing. Here's the deal. If you do not want to go to the Rebel and you do not want to go uh, watch Arkansas and Kentucky, you can watch district basketball uh, for, uh, for I don't know what district they are, but district basketball at Seneca, Missouri on Saturday. So there's three options for you guys uh, if you need entertainment. All right, let's move on. Auburn and Tennessee, listen, to me, it's easy. It's easy. I think Tennessee wins. Like I do too. Until until Auburn goes on the road and wins a game like this, I'm going to pick the other team. And I think Tennessee's very good. Uh, and I think they get it done. I think they beat them easy. If the game is close, they will lose. And if any of you watch it, just send this. Just watch their coach, not coach. <laughs> yeah. See, the hardest thing about coaching, folks is when you're in a close game and you got to call timeout and come up with something to do to win the damn game. Yeah. Well, when you're not a good coach, you just stand there and let them get their ass beat. That's what yep. you do. Yep. Sorry, Madison. I would be at the <laughs> Arkansas game and I would skip your last game of the season. Yeah. So Madison going to play at four o'clock again, Seneca, Missouri. So you could, you know, you could make it and I'll watch it and critique it when I get home. You could watch, you could go to the Arkansas game and then get to there by the second half, maybe of her game. So there's... yeah, that would be an option. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. I think Auburn gets beat. Uh, I do too. I, yeah. And you know, I, I don't like to bash coaches, but, but that's just, I've seen him lose. I've seen him lose too. I said, he, I've seen him lose two games, and he just sat there. He never called timeout, nothing, and those guys are out there scratching around. They don't have any direction. What are you doing, Coach? Yeah. Well, and you saw it once at Arkansas, right? So then when you get in that situation again and it didn't work out for you at Arkansas, maybe you change something up the next time you get in that situation. Exactly. No, we should, we're not going to do that. Um, let's see. Uh, here, here's a dentist. Uh, if you're near Arkansas and don't want to go to the Rebel or the basketball game or the district, you can go to a funeral home and just crawl in because you might as well be dead because you're no fun. No well, fun, Dennis. All right, <laughs> Dennis, Dennis from the top rope. Kind of a negative, a little, little negative con. Yeah, he's in a bad mood today. I don't know what's he going is. on. Uh, all right, uh, UCLA goes to Oregon State. That's not going to be much. Oregon no, State. I don't think we have to talk about that one. Murray it, it's State. just the line. It's just the line. Right, Murray State. More. <laughs> Murray State is um, now twenty-six and two. They go on the road to Southeast Missouri State. There's another option if you live in this area. You could go watch this game, uh, Murray State with with ease. I think. Uh, uh, well, Aaron, uh, we need to mention this. They've got the big one tonight. Yeah, that's true. They play Belmont. Yep. This is a huge game. Belmont's yep. twenty four and five. Yep. Murray's twenty six and two. There's no question. If Murray wins tonight, they're in the tournament no matter what happens. Yeah in their conference tournament. They're in. You cannot leave them out. They've been ranked now for three weeks. You just can't. Now let's let's analyze Belmont here for a minute. What if they beat Murray tonight? Mm -hmm. That makes them 26 and four. Don't they get a shot? I'd you say. would think they don't have a chance, but you, <laughs> you would think <laughs> they would, but but uh this this game, I'm really hey, and it's going to be on ESPNU. We're yep. finally going to get a chance to see Murray State, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I I think that's going to be a hell of a game. 
Now, will they be a little flat going into Cape Girardeau here in Missouri on Saturday? That's one to look at the line. I don't think they lose, but that line's probably going to be 15 maybe. That might be one you throw some money on, Southeast. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Cape Tr- or, uh, South, uh, Southeast Missouri State, 12 and 16 on the season. I, I don't know. You're going you're gonna to need some points. We'll see what it's well, yeah, I think it'll be 15, 16 points. Yeah. I do. Yeah, full disclosure, I have no idea if Southeast Missouri State has lost a I lot of close why, games or what. That's why you're talking to me here. I've been watching okay. this stuff. I can tell you a lot about these teams. Well, tell us. Do they have any shot? I mean, are, are they better than that record or no? Yes, they are. Okay. All right. They played some good teams, I guess, in the non-conference. Yep, actually, they did. Okay. Memphis, Arkansas, yeah, yeah, they played some pretty good teams. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Murray State, uh, we'll see if they're twenty-seven and two when they come over to Cape Girardeau. Hold on, if they're twenty-seven and two, that means they beat Belmont. Right. They're still going to be flat. I would yeah. just be looking at that. I, I tell you, they got players. Southeast has got enough to play them within ten or twelve. I have, believe it or not, I've seen Belmont two or three times. Well, now, this um, isn't the Belmont horse track. Oh, never mind. I've never seen them. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's move on to uh, the, the fighting Ricky Pasternak's of Syracuse going up against Duke. Uh, you know, Syracuse playing better. They still, I don't think they're great. They lost to Notre Dame. Uh, was that last night? Yeah, that was last night. Uh, now they host Duke. Duke isn't playing that great either. Any, any chance for an upset here in the Carrier Dome? Yeah, there's a chance. I wouldn't. It depends. It's going to depend on the spread. I think Duke wins. They're better. Uh, Syracuse. They're not. They're not that good. They're not. They're, they're really. They're not. okay, but okay doesn't beat Duke. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they seem to give Duke a struggle. I agree. I they usually play them decent. Um, I if it depends on the points. I think yeah. it's a, a game where Syracuse is going to get six or eight points. They might be able to. They might. I think they'll get it because of Syracuse. I think yeah. they'll get. I'd be surprised if the line's above eight. Yeah. All right. We're running behind. We're going to skip uh, Texas Tech and TCU. That, that game bores me. I think this is an interesting game, though. Wisconsin goes on the road to take on Rutgers. The Rutgers uh, streak was bursted last night by Michigan. Uh, but they're back at home. They take on Wisconsin. This would be a massive win for Rutgers. They really need this one. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Does well, Rutgers they, get the win? They've lost two in a row now. Oh, did they? Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yep. They, yeah, they lost they two. Have, uh, they have to win this game. Yep. They have yep, to. yep. Even though they have five wins over yeah. top 25 <laughs> Big Ten teams, you can't discount 16 and 11. You just can't. Now, their Big Ten record is good. It's 10 and 7. That's why they got to get this one. Mm-hmm. This really helps their chances. The other thing they got going for them, I think it's between them and Indiana for that last spot out of the Big Ten, and Indiana's playing terrible. So, huge game. I uh, watched Wisconsin some last night, the last of that game. They were lucky to beat Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They're beatable if Rutgers gets their act together, but they got thumped pretty good last night. Yeah, they did. They really disappointed me last night. I thought they would go in there and win against yeah. Michigan, and they didn't play very well. But, uh, like we talked about, you kind of – you can't – ride the wave you got to stay calm when you're betting the big 10 because right. you know they all just beat up on each other i think i think 
Rutgers will bounce back and play well here. I think they're going to win. Michigan won that game last night for their coach. <laughs> well, of course, yes. Yeah, for Muhammad <laughs> Ali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for Mama, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Quick pick here. South Carolina got a big win, like you mentioned, and helped your parlay cash last night. But go to Alabama. Uh, I'm still not a believer in South Carolina, but, boy, they're playing a hell of a lot better yeah. than they were. Uh, do you think they have any shot going into Alabama and winning? No, they've been kind of beaten up on the lesser teams. Uh, they're probably one of the better t- of the lesser, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I don't think they can beat Alabama. Um, I, I've watched Alabama quite a bit. Here's their problem. They've had teams beat, and they can't close them out. Yeah, They almost blew that game at Vanderbilt the other night. They did make some plays to win it. And maybe got over the hump a little. I think Alabama is kind of a sleeper. They're pretty good. They got talent. If they can figure it out, I, I think they beat South Carolina again. We're going to look at the line. You got to see what the line is. Yep, absolutely. I think Alabama wins that game. I though. do too. Um, all right, uh, Arizona, my team to win the national championship. Arizona now up to number two with a twenty-four and two record. They go on the road to take on Colorado. You kind of like Colorado a little bit, don't you? I do. Uh, again, it's going to depend on the line. I don't think Colorado can beat them. They are my best bet tonight. It's Colorado. Colorado over Arizona State. I think I got five and a half, or they were given five and a half. I think they should cover that. They're pretty good. It's a tough place to play. Uh, just being in the mountains, this is kind of a, I don't know, it's just a different vibe to it. Well, it's literally a different atmosphere. It, it is. Yeah. And they don't draw real well, or at least they didn't used to when they were in the Big 12. And that was always a tough trip for those Big 12 teams to make was to go to Colorado. And it will be for Arizona, too. But I think they get the job done again. I think they'll probably get 10 or 11 points. That mm-hmm. might be too many. You might have to take Colorado if it gets up that high. But Arizona is not going to lose. Dennis points out correctly, uh, Arizona plays tonight as well uh, yeah. on the road. at Yeah, it's Utah, isn't it? Yeah, Utah yeah. tonight. Yeah. So uh, Utah, I mean, not, I picked Arizona, but that that could get interesting. Uh, so yeah, it's we'll 10 see. points, I think, or yeah. 11. Yeah, that spread's pretty big. Yeah, that'll get interesting. All right, back yeah. at it. Kansas goes to Baylor. This is the other biggie That's on the biggie. weekend. Uh, Kansas goes to Baylor. Uh I think this is one that it'll almost be a pick em. I think it's going to be close. Yeah. Maybe Kansas is the favorite. I don't know. It's it, It'll be going one or two points either way probably. Right. What do you think? Who wins this? Not touching it. No way. Who can yeah. tell? Uh, I kind of low-key hate this Kansas team. I can't ever f- predict how they're going to play. No. And Baylor is kind of quickly becoming the same way. I don't know yeah. what they're going to do. I don't either. I, I have a hard time. Okay, Big 12 basketball, I have a hard time betting against Kansas. I just do because they own it. They just own the league. Until this year, Oklahoma owned the league in football, and you don't bet against them in the Big 12 because they beat teams because of who they are. I think Kansas has got that too. Uh, They thumped Baylor, I believe. Yeah, they did in in Lawrence. But it's a game you don't touch. Um, Kansas doesn't overwhelm you when you watch them. But at the end of the day, they win. So yeah. I probably would just go with the home team, probably, because. But it won't surprise me either way. I I just don't think you can bet this one. I know it's tough. That's tough. I couldn't. I I really have to think about this one. I I think Kansas is going to beat them this year. 
I really do. Yeah, if I had to, if maybe I'll just listen to my gut and go with Kansas. It's probably what I'll do. Yeah, and, and and Dennis really doesn't like either team, and he's been saying it for a while. This isn't no, an opinion by his. So, yeah, I mean, I see it's still a big one, Dennis. So this is going to, you know, winner here is going to definitely get a two seed, maybe a one seed. We'll see. I think it's a big one. No, I think Kansas will be the favorite by a point or two. I don't, did I say Baylor? If I did, I'm sorry. I think Kansas is the favorite in this game. Yeah, probably one. Probably one or two. It may be a pick em, like you said. It, it, it might be, good. yeah. Uh, Isaac believes Kansas will win this game. Okay, right. seals it. I'm going with you, Isaac. I, yeah, me too. You just convinced me, Isaac. That'll be my pick. I, I don't yeah. know. I may change that one again. Um, listen, let's talk about Providence. We haven't talked about them. Oh, yeah, we did for the first of the show. <laughs> hey, you know what? They've got another game that's going to be a nail-biter, I think. Yeah. <laughs> this Creighton team, man, I like them. I, I mean, they're scrappy. It, it, but Providence, uh, you know, twenty-three and three after the win last night. What do you think? Another, another, you know, uh, nail biter here. Oh, absolutely! Every yeah. game they play is a nail biter. Yeah. Uh, this is huge for Creighton. They're trying to play their way in, win this one. They're in. They yeah. may be anyway. But there's so many teams in the Big East that somebody's going to get left out. And you know they I, they don't have any big non-conference wins, but they got eleven wins in the Big East, and that's pretty damn good. They get this one; they got twelve. How can you leave them out? A twenty-win Big East team with twelve wins inside the conference—you can't leave them out, can you? I don't think you can. And I think a team like Xavier is going to bite the dust. Uh, I'm afraid you're right. I think that, that Xavier really needed that game. Uh, so yeah, and then I, you got you got you got uh, um, that Marquette. They're they're slumping. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be how many teams are you going to take out of that league? Are you going to take six? You going to take seven? You know? So, yeah, yeah. Good I, question I, there. Uh, Dennis asks, why is it the Dunkin' Donuts Center? That's because Dunkin' Donuts sponsors it. That would be my guess. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> You'd just call it the Duncan Center, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I kind of like the Duncan Donut Center. Oh, I think it's the neatest one I've ever heard. I almost tweeted that out last night. <laughs> Wasn't sure how to spell Duncan, though. So. <laughs> My wife loves Duncan Donuts. We get it every day when we go back to New York. Let me tell you, I love donuts. I don't care where they come from, as long as well. They're... To be fair, she doesn't. She doesn't like it for the donuts. She likes their coffee. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she doesn't. She should have known that. <laughs> she couldn't care less about the donut. Okay. I don't know that we've ever gotten donuts from. Actually, she gets a, a bagel with uh, bacon and cheese on it from Dunkin'. So I don't think I've ever met a fresh donut I didn't like. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. I absolutely uh, love them. There used to be. Is there still that? Uh, well, we're not going. We're not going to get into what's in Aurora, Missouri, live on the air. Okay, let's get it's, into. Still the, have a donut shop. Okay. Okay. Let's get into the last two. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga, hey, you know what? Gonzaga, they may only be a 12-point favorite this weekend. Uh, they go <laughs> well, on the road. Nine, they're only 10 tonight. Uh, hey, that's true. They are. They're at they San are. Francisco, and they're 10. I don't understand that. Yeah, they'll dominate. All right, Gonzaga goes on the road to take on St. Mary's. St. Mary's is ranked. If Gonzaga's mm-hmm. going to lose one in this conference, it's probably going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, though? Does St. Mary's have a shot at this game? Watch them some because I've picked them a couple times as best bets. I, I don't think they have a shot. Oh, I don't. man. If Gonzaga really? plays well, I don't, you know, if they have an off night, maybe 
I think they're tournament team for sure. You got to put them in. They've been ranked twice. Uh, now they've lost some games to teams that aren't real good. I mean, there's always a chance it's, yeah. it's at home, but yeah. Gonzaga just rips everybody. So <laughs> I think they beat them by what about twelve the other night, or yeah. in, in and they didn't play very well. I watched some of that; they didn't play very good. Yeah, you never know. You get on the road, strange things happen. So, we'll all right, f- final one of the weekend: USC and Oregon. By the way, uh, these teams play uh, games tonight. Uh, Oregon, I know, hosts uh, UCLA tonight. I can't remember USC. Oh, USC's at Oregon State, obviously, mm-hmm. um, for the Pac-12 thing where they play the you know the two for when they travel. Uh, I think Oregon. Let's see. I'll go out on a limb and say Oregon's going to win both of these games. I think they beat UCLA tonight, and, and I think they beat USC on Saturday. What do you think? You do? Well, yeah, I do. I can't figure Oregon out. They're good one night, and they just stink it up the next. They've lost at home to California. They're god-awful. Mm-hmm. They got beat by 24 at Arizona State the other night. Just totally blown out, and then two nights later, almost beat Arizona. No, was that was it? There? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. 84-81. Yeah, it's close. Yep. He got beat by 24 to a seven-win Arizona State team. Who knows what they're going to bring? I've watched them some. They got to shoot the ball well. And if they don't, they're in big trouble. So um I I would I would lean toward them beating USC more than I would UCLA. UCLA is only a three-point favorite tonight, which I thought that was kind of kind of strange but because they're, they're gonna lose they went to la and beat both of these teams in mm-hmm. la so they're certainly capable they're on the bubble they're 17 and 10 they need both wins tough place to play it, it's not a bad pick yeah i th- I think they win both i really do I, I think they they get two big wins um but i hate usc so that could be why all right uh here's a question would it be a bad idea to take a stab on san francisco money line and st mary's money line against the zags uh i think one of these two teams will upset them well if you think if you think so i would do the st mary's i think more than i would san francisco uh i've seen them both i saw san francisco play this Oh my God! Just awful one night. <laughs> so that's why I'd have to. I just can't see Gonzaga losing to San Francisco, but I, I could see him losing to St. Mary's. I mean, we'll, we'll we will talk San Francisco right into the winner's circle, as they say in horse racing. Here, I'm with you. I think take a shot with St. Mary's, but I yeah. I don't know that you need to with, with San Francisco. Um, but I get what you're saying. And listen, the price is good enough to where you can do that. Sure. Where you can make that uh, investment. If, and if you really believe that yeah. San Francisco can beat them, yeah, I mean, you got to do it. Oh, it, man, you win some money. Yeah. Yeah. And you, sure. we all know you're independently rich. So that's, that's exactly right. And the other, other aspect of it, if you believe they're going to lose one of the two mm-hmm. and you bet San Francisco tonight and they are the ones that beat them, then you don't have to bet the next one. That's right? good, good point. So, because yeah. you've already got your money on your strong opinion, I don't That's know. Right. It's just something to look at there. But then, here's another lesson to be learned: make sure you don't turn around and bet them again to lose and lose all the money you just won. Well, that's true. That's that's that. the trick of being a good gambler. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You got to have an opinion, and then you got to got to make them pay for it. And I don't hate it. Um, no, I don't either. 
I haven't. I have seen San Francisco play a couple times, not as much as Papa Dude. Um, I think I may have watched the night they played so bad. Who were they playing? Were you talking about? Were they playing Santa Clara? I think it was. Yeah, it was Santa Clara or or uh, Santa Barbara, maybe. I can't remember. I don't know. That was one of them. Yeah, they were horrible. I agree. I agree. All right, um, that's gonna do it. I don't think we got anything else going on uh, today. Uh, you got any any final thoughts before we log? Oh, on? I just I, I just saw Twitter blowing up about Troy Aikman. Oh yes, yeah. Go ahead. Which. <laughs> I guess we don't have anything to talk about. Uh, Troy Aikman supposedly is leaving Fox uh-huh. uh, to go to Monday Night Football, I believe. Who cares? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I like Troy Aikman a lot, but I don't turn on the games because Joe Buck and Troy Aikman or Jim Nance or Tony Romo or Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are doing the games. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So I just can't believe what we talk about sometimes. It's like it's just the end of the world. What are we going to do? What's what's Fox going to do? What's Joe Buck going to do? Is he going to do the game by himself? Who are they going to put in there? They ought to get Tom Brady. Yeah, that's a good idea. Get Tom Brady. He would be great. <laughs> well, Brady's never done a game. I mean, I'm sure he'd probably be. Hey, how about why don't we get Eli and Peyton in there together and they can fight right. each other like they do on that other horse shit? Let's get them in there. That'd be good. I just don't understand us. <laughs> I didn't. You I said didn't. you said I want to talk about this Troy Aikman stuff, and I'm like, oh God, what did he do? Like, I haven't heard this. You're like, Thank well, you. he's going to he's going to ESPN. Think, think he committed a crime or something? Well, yeah, or something, or, or you know, the, well, these days and times. Life. I mean, these days and times, when you say I want to hear about this Troy Aikman stuff, I immediately think, what did he say on Twitter six years ago that somebody's yeah. drug up on? Him? You know, that's what me. And I thought, well, what did he do? We're, and he told me, well, he's going to ESPN. And I thought, why? why I don't That care. was my whole point. Yeah. I don't care about this. <laughs> no. And, and, and I mean, I like, I like, a lot of people don't like Joe Buck. I don't understand that either. But that's just, I don't have a problem with any of them, to tell you the truth. No. Because you I know don't. what I do? I turn the freaking sound off. That's the thing I don't listen to. Hello, anymore. I can't hear him. Yeah. I don't, I don't either. need to know why they're doing all this stuff. I just watch the freaking game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. I'm with you. So I, I don't, I don't care about <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, he will be an improvement on Monday night football. Yeah. Now Monday night footballs, they've been needing something. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Uh, they got greasy, I think. And yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you who the, the play by play guy is. Uh, Steve Levy is a play-by-play. He's okay. Yeah, I mean he's he's okay. Yeah, it's nothing to write home about though. That's for sure. So you know, I I can't I can't. Uh, there's so many since I've been watching all these good basketball. All these guys on these games. There's a bunch of good ones. I mm-hmm. mean, good ones. Mm-hmm. These announcers are great. Where do they get all these guys? They're really uh, yeah. Great. For the basketball, they got a ton of them, and I'm ne- I don't really hear a lot of bad ones. You've so. heard a lot of them, and you got to have a bunch of people. You do cover all these games, and they're really good. Yeah. Most of them are really, really good. Um, yeah, like that Providence game last night. Steve Lavin was the uh, uh, color guy. He used to coach at UCLA. I think Villanova, maybe. He was really good. He was outstanding yeah. last night. He really yeah. was. Yeah, Lavin does a good job. He's, yeah, he does yeah, he was good. He's he's uh he's on a pregame, postgame show every once in a while. He's pretty, mm-hmm. he's pretty darn good. 
He really is. So, all right, few few final questions here. Yes. Isaac Draymond Green is out tonight, and so is uh, James Wiseman. They're they're both out. Tonight. Okay, that's all I know past that. But they are both out for tonight's game. Good. Um, did I change locations? I'm still in the basement. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sylvian says the same thing. He's still in the cave. Yeah. I, now, if you tune into Blinkers off tonight, I will be back upstairs. Everything gets moved back up um, tonight. So. Oh, you had to get to your own show before you actually did that. No, I, uh, we, my wife works from home and we work in the same office and, uh, that's why I thought you were still in the basement. Yeah, it is. Like I'm still, I, I, I'm out of quarantine. I was out of quarantine Sunday, but we kind of thought not what know, I was getting at, but anyway, yeah, let's <laughs> kind of stay separate, not be in the same room. Cause we've heard that five days after you could still, you know, we've done oh, a really okay. good job to keep her from getting it. So, yes, but I'm going back up. I'll be back up. So if you tune in to Blinkers Off, you'll see me. And up. you have a lot of equipment to traipse up about, what is it, about 15 steps? Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got computers and, and uh, microphones and yeah. You got to hook everything, then hook yeah. it all back. Yeah. But uh, tonight, Blinkers Off, my big return to the studio. So, all right. Uh, Okay, that's it. That's all we've got today. Another another uh, good show. Hey, by the way, thanks everybody for tuning in to these shows. You bet. Uh, the show on Monday night was the most uh, listened to and viewed show that we've ever had. So I thought that was great. And uh, a lot of live uh, viewers today as well. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I mean, we'll just keep keep on keeping on here. Uh, as far as the YouTube channel, we got a ton of stuff out right now. A lot of videos Magic and I did yesterday. Uh, talking about Val Baffert, Kentucky Derby, and the Rebel. Um, we've got what else do we have going on today? We've got uh, Magic Mike coming up in about two and a half hours, and then Blinkers Off will be about probably six p.m. Central, if I had a guess. So a uh, lot more Rebel talk, a lot more horse racing talk, and then I think we will go live Saturday. I'm not 100 sure on that, so don't quote me on that one. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. But anyway. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, keeping up with uh, the YouTube page. Hopefully you guys are enjoying all the content we're putting up on there. And uh, all right, Papa Dude, we're, we're going to get out of here. That sounds good? All right, sounds great. All right, we'll see you guys on Monday. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels. Never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first.